Hello, I have been on a quest for the last few days, and I didn't know exactly why, <laughs> but a lot of information, and I sat back last night going, why is all this been gathered? Why, you know, what? What it is? what is it telling me? What am I supposed to see? Um... And I, I just kind of let that be in my prayers and for having the understanding. And um, this morning I, I woke up and my cousin uh, wanted me to call her. And it was real early and I thought, wow, there must be something going on. So I did. And she was in a just... A overwhelmed state and she was asking for prayer and one of the pieces that I had found um, in my quest for information and search was a sermon that Perry Stone gave in Alaska I believe it was King's Chapel and he spoke about this dream this man uh, had that was a pastor friend of his and he talked about it and um, in the dream he saw a field and there were people entering into the field and they all had their armor and shields and swords and they were coming through the field, but in the midst of it, a lot of them were falling. And these fiery darts, the fiery darts of the enemy were hitting them. And that a lot of them hadn't put on the full armor. So some were being hit in the head because their helmet wasn't on. And that's the helmet of uh, salvation, deliverance from all evil. And um, these darts would, would cause them to have mental uh, problems, um, migraines, diseases, illnesses of the brain, uh, anxiety, um, fear, all the things that are related to the mind. And they couldn't get back up to march on and fight. And some lost their shields. The shield came down, um, so there was no protection. They couldn't ward off any attacks. Um, they were like immobilized, paralyzed. Um, some lost their breastplate of faith that, you know, basically covers the heart, covers the body. Um, so their righteousness fell, their faith 
fell trusting in God and therefore sin came in and lust of the flesh um, also with the helmet of salvation when that helmet isn't put on then the lust of the flesh like sins of the flesh uh, pornography sexual uh, lust all that comes in and so it just went on and he talked about the different things the sword and the belt of truth and all that so um, unbelief doubting if the belt is lost if your sword is lost which is his victory basically then how, how can you fight effectively so he went through all this and how much it was important to put on the armor of God when God battles you must put on the armor to battle also so it's a participation thing and you know people weren't able to even function and so then uh, vultures came in as well and devoured and so he was kind of like painting a picture that in the latter days if people don't come together unified as the body in not having denominational differences just that you are part of the body of Christ the army that will fight effectively together and want to do that then you know God is looking for that and if you can't enter in in that aspect then you wouldn't be effective for his army. So he's looking for that latter-day army that's willing to be with him, trust in him, and put on the armor and and go faithfully, no matter what you see in the real-time world and what's around you, is that you're behind God in the spiritual realm because he controls everything, and it's on his timing not yours not anybody else's in the world it's all in his timing so he decides when to turn things around and our effectiveness is to stay with him and pray and be trusting and believing and go with him so anyway the stream just kind of went on and he explained it and that I suddenly realized my cousin was needing prayer for the fiery darts she had a migraine she was getting nauseous she was getting physically ill and stressed because she had to do some certain things about her house that was being sold because she didn't no longer needed a great big house after her husband died so it was all just coming in a in a bunch and she couldn't um function and I immediately realized her helmet of salvation wasn't on 
she was being hit by a fiery dart that was causing confusion and frustration and inability to function. So we prayed and I and and I told her about the fiery darts and I um you know uh prayed in in that fashion for the fiery darts and and just later sent her information about what I had found the previous day. So God had been basically preparing me ahead of time for her call to know exactly what was going to be going on with her and so that she could get along in her function of the day with completing her tasks for the final aspect of selling her house and giving it over to the realtor. So, um, you know, and I didn't know, I didn't know why I was doing it, why I was writing it down, why I was getting all sorts of information. So, um, but that one came clear this morning. So sometimes you just don't know why God is having you do something. And, um, but he, he works it all out. He fashions it and you just have to follow. And you can ask and he will reveal it. Um, and a lot of things are being answered in real time. I mean, it's not like you're waiting a long time to have it answered. And that's another sign of him coming close. It's, it's, the time is coming close. When things start to, um, multiply and increase and, you know, you're getting things in real time, it's, it's a, it's a sign. So, he says we are supposed to know the times and seasons. And, um, you know, it, it's just not done well in the church, in the church teachings. Uh, they wanted to stay away from the Hebrew aspect of things, his biblical calendar, and they wanted to fashion their own church. And so a lot of people aren't are not under the understanding of his biblical calendar and what he set forth and everything. So it makes a, a massive void uh, in creating unity in the body. Now I know from my teachings in Messianic um, Hebrew roots, you know, he always has a remnant. No matter, throughout history, there's always a remnant a people who will stand behind him and um, pray things forth, battle, be warriors for the Lord. He did it with the Jews, you know, he, everything. So there is a remnant and he calls in, in um, a certain type of pe- a person to be in that remnant and they have a great faith and they can pray and they do things willingly without needing to have the answers. They just know that God has it and they're there in the army fighting. And that's the kind of army he wants when he comes back. The uh, 
one who will, without question, fight for however long. And our army in our in our world also looks for for that in men and women. You know that go into war. You you can't question sometimes. You just have to go and do. And I came from a military <laughs> brat uh, family, so um, a lot of uh, authoritarian type, you know, fashion. And I, I don't doubt that it helped me in regards to who I am now, but you know, uh, it is kind of ruthless <laughs> and hard to understand sometimes as you're growing up. And um, people in the earlier years, they have to. You know, life was not easy. The depression was not easy. And um, so a lot of disciplinarian type things were cut and dry. I mean, you either had to do it or or you wouldn't survive. So there is good and bad. I mean, we went through the phase with my son. You don't spank, you know. And um, you know, it's it's to be questioned. You know, I don't think brute force and and beatings are are right at all. Um, but it's kind of gone out of whack in in some sorts. But everything's gone out of out of uh, balance. So that was one thing I discovered from the many things that I found that uh, was why I was um, in that kind of mode. And it helped her. It really did truly help her. It helped her refocus on what was happening and what was happening to her. And the enemy is an invisible force, okay? And you don't readily see it until you're in it or out of it. And if you can have a prayer partner, one will uh, build you up and support you, they can sometimes see it because they're outside of it. And, um, and that's part of the unity of the body. Why we're, we were to use our gifts and um, help each other. And I don't see a lot of that happening in the church, but because they don't recognize a lot of the gifts and want it to be operating, um, there seems to be sometimes fear about it and opinions about it that it isn't for now. And all this thing of man that has come in um, to oppose it and... So, today, I'm, I'm just kind of relaxing, and I watched a program, 
a movie called uh, Patterns of Evidence. And it was about Exodus. It was about an hour long. And it's being uh, passed along on Facebook. And I happened to watch it. And I'm kind of like into history and documenting or reviews and all that, learning about different things. So I thought, okay, I'm going to watch it, see what it has to say. And lo and behold, watching it, found out, wow, this filmmaker went and dug into the fact of, was the story of Exodus really true? And where's the evidence? Well, you know, through this whole program, he he shows that, yes, there is evidence. But the evidence is not being determined by the scientific archaeologists and such as history depicts it. That they really should be looking at about 200, 300 years earlier for dates. They've dated things wrong and um, they absolutely refuse to look at the biblical evidence of the fact that they have found the different things that need to be shown from the story of Exodus and they have found it. And they just will, will really just refuse and they won't look at the fact that maybe their dates will be wrong because we're talking about money here we're talking about expert um, opinion uh, years of stuff that then would have to be say oh we were wrong <laughs> so there's a lot of problems even in the scholar aspect of it too um, opinions and all that so I'm looking at this going wow isn't that just where we are as a, as man you know not wanting to resolve and find resolution even in that when they've got evidence and they just want to refute it because their reputation and their money and their books and their teachings and all that and such would be looked upon as not good. So he kind of left it to thinking, well, you know, who who will believe in the truth of it? And some people say, well, we just don't need evidence because we have our faith to trust in it. But he wanted to give evidence to it. And he did. But it's biblical evidence. It will not pass the man's opinion or scientific dating so that's the battle there's the battle 
man versus, you know, a supernatural aspect that's given in the Bible history. Um, and it's the battle right in front of us. And it's the same thing. We refuse to um, give up what we think, what we say, what we do, what we want for something that we don't understand, something that's invisible, yet it's there. And uh, man versus versus God, I mean. So I thought it was very interesting that um, this man went on a spiritual leading to the truth. And um, even in the program, they said, you know, that their truth is the only thing that's important. And isn't that man, you know, what we see or say is more important than anything else. So they'll never change that. And um, yet he went through the whole historical aspect and, and showed that they're looking at the wrong time frame. And it all started with the question of Ramsey being the Pharaoh. Or it's being said that he was the Pharaoh at that time. And he wasn't. So um, he went and proved, and through his uh, film, that there's a question there that they've got the wrong timeline. And. Um, but we all have the wrong timeline because we're not on the biblical timeline. We're not adhering to the biblical timeline. How many people have a biblical calendar? Not many. It only is given out with Jewish and Messianic people. So, and even the Jewish um, have differences and opinions and and so forth. So they go by the Torah readings and the law and they don't accept the New Testament. So the Messianics uh, do bring in the New Testament. And um, so it's a very interesting dynamic going on and and I don't know exactly why, you know, all this is coming forth other than God wants, wants me to see it, wants me to share it. Um, even when you have evidence, people have disbelief. And maybe that's tied in with that field, the dream with the field, the battle with uh, people who are willing to go forth, you know, there's problems. There's problems in it. And there's dis- 
disbelief and they won't put on certain things to to protect as God has said in Ephesians 6 and they don't go by their day on a biblical format and our society doesn't look at it that way either our cultural norms are everyday life it doesn't it doesn't uh, adhere to those things so you have to visibly physically make that choice to have it in your life and to adhere to it and i put on the armor every day i pray psalms 91 protection i say the lord's prayer every day i do uh, prayer supplication for people you know I do things that um, maybe some people aren't normally choosing to do and I do communion in my own home I cover myself with the blood with the cup and partake of the blood because he said to rem- have rem- remembrance of me in these things And they're all for a reason. It's not just a quote of tradition. It's, it's, there's reasonings behind it because it's a spiritual warfare. It protects you in the spiritual warfare. And I can't say that I have always done that. or been good in that, but I'm really realizing from the past year and a half that it's a, it's a necessity to survive through what we're going to go through. And, and you can see it right now with the pandemic and the confusion and the chaos and the, and the lies and the deception. It's overwhelmingly vast, more than most of us can even handle. And, and there's going to be more. So what better balance in it all is to adhere to some of the things God has told us to do in his biblical word that has lasted, what, 2,000 years? And it has some character to it some understanding to it some counsel to it some revelation to it and he gives it all through his understanding to you so and and it gives wisdom peace and comfort that you don't have to carry it all we're, we're not supernatural beings unless you have the Lord because it's his supernatural covering that dwells in you so this is just one piece in in basically less than 24 hours and uh, it's only one piece from yesterday and then a piece from today. 
that have coincided and given the same um, kind of connection that I never thought or didn't understand what it was for. So um, now I do. So I'm going to look over my notes and I'm going to look at the others, other things and I'm going to see what God wants out of them because uh, I don't normally do this, but when I get this mode of transport to gather, I realize there's something coming. There's something being developed. There's a, a format that the Lord wants to see me, you know, look at. And, um, and I, I just give this to you today and pray that someone will hear with open ears and will start to ponder all of it and heed the uh, aspects that's coming out and it's for our benefit. It's not for our harm. So God bless and take care.